I haven't seen you since the play. Yahoo! is recording skype is trying skype's trying its best skype's almost doing it skype is looking at me funny skype doesn't want it skype doesn't like it when i call it out of it retirement says, like this no it doesn't like that it's like hey wait hold on this isn't what I hey hold on wait wait wait, wait 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 you want to use me what is I'm this sorry. i'm sorry you the most people use me is as a verb to do something called zoom why are you actually <laughs> using me yeah you skype me on zoom will you can you Skype me on FaceTime, just like real quick? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's Bunch like a Kleenex uh, situation. Yeah, or... everything's Kleenex. Everything no is says, Kleenex. No one says hand me a Puffs. No. <laughs> no. Fucking I absurd. A, a, a Puffs Plus? Never. If I if I asked for one, you would spit in my face, even though that's probably what you got. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. I'm not picky about tissues. Maybe that's just me. But, like, you can hand me any old thing, and I'm good. I'm good to go. My yeah. nose will be blown, and I'll be chill yeah. about it. <laughs> I'll make it. I'll survive. I got, the, between my various, you know, backpacks and shoulder bags, my coat pockets, my desk <laughs> at work, I'm just, I'm flush with napkins. I flush never throw, yes. I never throw an unused napkin away because of my, my dang sinuses, and I just, I never want to be out without a, 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 a tissue with which to uh, fix my nose. And I'm sure. a cheap bastard. So even like that $3 box, I'm like, I have these perfectly good. Yeah. <laughs> these perfectly yeah. good coffee shop napkins. <laughs> what am I, a prince? I'm not going to use uh, the coffee shop napkin for my nose. Yeah, I am uniquely qualified to uh, relate with you because I am a father and my, draw, my uh, glove compartment is stuffed with all manner of napkins, quality yeah. uh, abounding, and, yeah. um, you know, you blow your nose with a McDonald's napkin, and then you're going to blow your nose with a, uh, you know, with a, with a Panda Express napkin, and then you're yeah. going to blow your nose with a, I don't know, what noodles and, co- I don't know, whatever. And guess what? Your nose got fucking out. blown. I'll yeah, say it. Guess what? You the, know? Jo- <laughs> the job was done. The job Why was done. Why are you complaining? Buy the Noble Wendy's napkin that served you so good, that served yeah. you so well. We don't. They don't cut corners, you know. No, absolutely not. Spare no expense at, at Arby's. They have the meats, I am told. And uh, the, and when you have the meats, you need good napkins. Yeah, that sounds boy. That sounds like a uh, like a condition, doesn't it? I'm so, uh, sorry. Listen, I've come down doc, with the case of the meats. I can't come into work today. I got the meats. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it's. That's a disease that was like localized by you know a particular generation of men that ate nothing but cold cuts. You know, you got the meats. Yeah, yeah you're sweating. Yeah. You're. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's that it's or like or you work in a and sl- you work in slaughterhouse number five. <laughs> oh sure 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 yeah sl- slaughterhouse number five yeah you work in the jungle from the jungle um yes. yeah and you and you you got the meats which means you fell into <laughs> to a meat compactor or something no that's when um, that's when you get meated oh getting the you... meats is when the meat that goes into the compactor doesn't all end land up land up end mm-hmm. up or land. In its containment yeah. package, 
and oh. instead embeds itself in your clothing, which then, because of your sweatiness, will seep into your pores. Oh my god. You do your laundry and you're like you know, your your poor long suffering wife like washes all your meat clothes in hot water and accidentally <laughs> makes stew. Like accidentally ah, yes. accidentally creates a soup. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. A nice cool a nice cool Gestapo, if you will. Yes. God, you love that. You'll never you'll never let that one go. <laughs> it's the- it's the funniest shit. Oh, I mean, yeah, because yeah. it was fucking stupid. I Again, you and I share a, a common love of just, like, never letting the dumbest. I feel like we're <laughs> – everything's so stupid. Yeah. And so much stupid shit happens constantly. And I feel yeah. like sometimes we are too quick to cast off the dumbest thing you've ever heard in your entire life. And right. it's like, no, I – I need everyone to remember Four Seasons Total. Uh, I need you to remember <laughs> that I'm going to dunk on this until for I forget it. Yeah. <laughs> for eternity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely. I'm going to make, that'll be my big, like, Adam McKay style political movie is I'll make a movie called Four Seasons Total Landscaping. And <laughs> Rudy Giuliani will turn to the camera and be like, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> my goal great. is to... In the year 2076, make a, a gazpacho police joke. Great. And, a, and no one will know what the fuck I'm talking no about. And it'll be like, aren't you glad? Save this there used for to be, 50 years. There really used to be that... soup police, great grandpa. Yes, there did. Really, really let that cask of wine mature. Really, yeah. really, really yeah. savor the flavor. Let that let that ruminate for a little while. Yeah. Let yeah. that joke breathe. Let Except Breathe. <laughs> Let that joke breathe. I saw a a comedian today talking about the strange happenstance that many parents encounter Mm -hmm. wherein people walk up to your kid and are like, oh, my gosh, you're so cute. Uh, And he was specifically saying that he was walking around with his nephew. This lady walked up and was like, is that your son? He's like, no, it's my nephew. And then she was like, what's your name? Oh, you're so cute. When you're 18, I'm going to come back for you. No. And he was like, she said that in a grocery store. No. I challenge no. any man yeah, to do the absolutely. same thing. Absolutely. And I instantly was like, oh, my God. I completely no. agree. I hate. I hate. And I have always hated it as a person who experienced it and as an observer. <laughs> my sure. least favorite thing is like, oh, he's going to be a heartbreaker someday. I'm like, that is that is a child. That is a human child. Yeah, that you sucks, not dude. A child this way. Please, that sucks, please, dude. Please, please do not talk to me or my son ever again. Um, yeah, want- somebody gave uh, Eli a shirt that was like, all the ladies love me. And I, I was like, ooh, <laughs> when I saw it, no. I couldn't control it. And they were like, what? And I was like, nothing. (laughs) I'm sure you know better than I at this point. But, like, baby baby clothes are pathological. Baby clothes are the most insane garbage shit I've ever seen in my entire... What is wrong with people? The shirts they will slap on a baby and be like... And the amazing thing is they would like to convince you that, like, people being allowed to be gay is trying to introduce kids to sex too early. And it's like, you put your infant Trevor in a t-shirt that says lady killer. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, you whole idiot. So what is that? Exactly. Um, oh. You know, it's like, like, I swear to God, I've seen ones that like, 
mention like bodily fluids and things like that. Like I've I've seen Ooh. ones that go that far, and I just like, are the straights okay? Are <laughs> like. <laughs> Are, are straight people are, are they feeling right? represented do you need help straight people well that question is always you yes in some way um <laughs> yeah well they need help um but it's yeah it's it's pathological it's it's the same you know and one step beyond that is like pregnancy announcement t-shirts i don't know what insane mm. ones of these that you have ever seen um, <coughs> Not many, like, actually. Just like a you know a, a dude wearing a shirt that said like I didn't pull out, and the woman saying like I didn't ask him to. Uh, oh you know, god! Like, yeah, and it's like uh. can't wait to show that to my child one day. It's like this is how we told the world that you were going to exist. We talked about cum, <laughs> which I know you are made mm. of. But still, but still, you are made of like it's sort of a grim reality we all have to accept. Yeah, Yeah. I I wish you wouldn't bring it up. We're all we're all cummy dummies. Yeah, it's great. You're half of me, and it's like Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, uh, everyone knows about like gender reveal parties and shit like that. Just again, just like the most pathological shit in the entire world. It's great. The uh, the thing that always gets me is that like. I mm, it's mm, it's all bad. It's all bad. It's like all bad. pregnancy announcements are the That's second step are the second step mm-hmm. in the worst possible thing I can imagine to say to your significant other's parents. Okay. Aside from we're trying, which is like <sighs> uh-huh. Why would you tell anyone that? Why? So when people are like, "Yeah, we're trying to have a kid." It's like okay. What am I supposed to do with this information? Because the first thing you immediately do, no matter who you are, no matter what your sexuality is, because they've done this, yeah. uh, you immediately see them in your brain fucking. And you're like, yeah. cool. Because I, cool. I know how baby get made. I know how baby yeah. do. I know how that happens. Yeah. Um, it's like when someone says the N-word, but like not the actual word. I see. But they yeah. say the phrase the N-word, and you uh-huh. go, well, fuck you. I know, well, you I just, know what you you're just saying. made me say it in it's my brain. It's like... Like, referring to it in, you know, an offhanded sense is one thing. But when someone says, like, what up, N-words? And you're like, might as well have just said it. You might have, yeah. I know it's not my position to say whether or not one should say it. But, like, at that point, you might as well just say it. Because you really want to. You want to so bad. (laughs) I know you want to. I dare you. (laughs) I dare Go ahead. Just do it. Go ahead, motherfucker. Blink. (laughs) Fucker. Fucking dare you. Dare you. Say it. Double dog. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This is, of course, Advanced Media Studies podcast where we aim to talk about uh, anything we want to. Anything we want (laughs) to, obviously. One week at a time. Uh, You you, uh, rejoin us now at uh, the temporary finale of our mythic pod quest as we wrap up season two of Apple TV Plus's Mythic Quest. I am... One of your hosts, TV's Kevin Lanigan. And uh, I thought I had a heart attack, but it turns out I just needed a juice box. (laughs) Oh, man. I am the daddy host, the host with the mostest kids. I didn't pause because I didn't feel like it. I'm an adult. I don't know. We don't have time for pausing. We don't have time for it. It's very late. You are going on vacation. We need to get this on the fucking books. And then I need to 
go to sleep. But more accurately, I need to read comics in bed instead of sleeping. Oh, this all sounds, this sounds great. Yeah, it's uh, pretty good actually. That <laughs> sounds that sounds like a yeah, it's pretty sick. Like sometimes I put on like a yeah, sometimes I put on like a YouTube video or something in the background, you know, something where it's just like it's just like a guy talking, and I'm just I'm just I'm living it up. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Doing hell my yeah. rounds for the day. Got to read one chapter of One Piece. Got to read one chapter of Kaguya-sama Love is War. Got to read one issue of Frank Miller Daredevil. Got to read one issue of Jason Aaron's Avengers. Then sleep. <laughs> There it is. There it then is. rest. The reading list. Then he rests because he is pathological about everything. He can't just. It, there needs to be patterns. There needs to be order. Yeah. There must be order in this system. I, I cannot fucking chill out about anything. <laughs> oh, I am man. back in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> no one can see my good hand movements. All my good dances. No, that's right. Now. You're provoking the shit out of it, though. Yeah, that's right. If you want to see my good dances, tell me you'll pay money for a video version of this podcast, and maybe I'll look into how much work that would be for me. Am I, am I, did I, am I spying a, a, the birth of an OnlyFans? Yeah, yes. It's it's about time. Come on. We're yeah, thirst trapping over here. I've posted enough thirst traps in the last couple of years. It's I might as well. Man. If there's one person who will pay for it, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. You're, if you can bring joy to one person's life, yeah, why not? Absolutely, that's what I'm here for. I'm a mirth maker. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Wheeler dealer. <laughs> hey, listen, my team won movie trivia last night. So yeah, I saw that. My that's first victory great. ever. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. How did that feel? It felt pretty fun because I never expect to win. Because like, yeah, sure, you sure. think you know about movies, and then you go to like New York movie trivia, and you're like. Where did all these freaks fucking come from? How do they know? <laughs> how do they know all this shit? Um, it should be a little bit reassuring, but also a little terrifying, right? Like it's sure because like you think you think you know shit, but you fucking don't. It's humbling. I think you're the only way. one, and then you're yeah. like, oh, <laughs> but not only am not. I not the only one, I'm not the best one. I am. Oh no. Yeah, I because I, in, in, when I I am I am a newcomer to this particular group, and previously we'd done like. We got third place a couple times in a row, but this time we got first place in Hell movie yeah. food trivia. So interesting. Define. Yeah. Uh, it was movie trivia, four rounds, ten questions yes. each, and they were all food themed. The first round was eggs, and they would play a scene from a movie involving eggs, and you had to identify what movie it was. The second round, they put up fake menus for fictional restaurants and you had to identify what movie the restaurant and the menu were from um the third round i can't remember the fourth round was characters placing orders at restaurants but audio only and you had to identify what it was based upon the order sure. that you were hearing was one of um, those was one of those trivia questions answered by um um, oh no, hold on. Oh no. The, the gentleman. No, Guy Ritchie's The Gentleman did not come up. Damn, because seeing uh, the Colin Farrell's character ordering a sandwich would have been perfect. <laughs> it was pretty good. Again, best character in the film. Movie should have been about so Colin good. Farrell's character. Should have been about his character. Um, yeah, I can't remember the third round, so obviously I did uh, great. I contributed to it well. Um, but I could identify <laughs> Paul Rudd's coffee order from the movie Role Models from audio only. So. Sure. But we 
Yeah, so there we go. That's participating. I, I, I pulled my weight. Yeah, I think, in my opinion. I think the third <laughs> round was just, like, questions. You know, it was just, like, there was just, like, it was, there was no audio or visual component. They sure. were just asking questions, and you and you had to identify it. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, so that's I'm I'm riding high off that. I'm the media king, and uh, and now now is now is my time. It's my time down here, and yes, yes. and um, it's great. Uh, so let's let's talk about a little uh, little mythic quest. Let's do it. All right, let's start with season two, episode eight, Juice Box. Uh, directed by Todd Bierman, uh, written by Megan Gans and David Hornsby and Rob McElhaney. In this episode, Ian and Poppy present their respective halves of uh, the uh, new Mythic Quest expansion. Uh, Ian's is goes fairly well. Poppy's is a horrible disaster. Ian then uh, suffers what everyone believes to be a heart attack. But um, is not. And uh, Joe is tricked <laughs> by Zach into buying shares of the company, which Brad tells her is insider trading. Um, and honestly, these two episodes might as well be one very long episode. It is very much a, like, a continuation yeah. story yeah, between continuation. episode to episode. And, yeah. So, so I don't, honestly, let's just rope them both in. We'll just have a big talk about both episodes because they are so yeah. of a piece, in my opinion. Um, including also season two, episode nine, TBD. Directed by Todd Bierman. Written by Randall uh, Valdez Castillo. In, What's TBD? Uh, if it's what I think it is. I had it for about a week in the 70s. <laughs> uh, in you. this episode, everyone leaves Mythic Quest. Uh, Rachel and Dana decide uh, to go to Berkeley? Right? Um, yes. Even though <laughs> even though Dana like did not get in. Uh, bad bad planning dana but she goes before ian and poppy and they uh decide to sponsor her uh for a scholarship uh as they learn how to program but foul out of good that does because they're leaving they're leaving mythic quest uh they decide that they have done everything they can at mq and they uh launch off to turn poppy's half of the titan's rift expansion into a whole new game a whole new game a whole new game baby yeah so this i mean you have been talking about it since we started covering mythic quest yeah but like you uh and and to a lesser extent all all the rest of us as well just truly wonder how you can make more of this television show at this point who is left at mythic quest at the end of this episode david joe uh brad is in jail but still might work there uh, Sue. You still have Sue. You still have uh, <laughs> Carol. Uh, Carol in HR. Uh, Paul. Uh, you still have you have, still have Big Tall Guy. Big Tall Paul. Big Tall uh, Paul. The guy from Drunk History. He's still there in the art department. You still got the CW, I guess. But Fat Lot of Good. That does him. He's off the show. I will say. Whatever. I did not remember anything he did in these two episodes until we got to them, and then I was like, wow, you know, after. After Backstory and Peter, as a two-parter, really finishing out, like, the arc of that character, having his final moment just be him, like, giving people a grace note to leave something after they said what they had to say is oddly fitting. It's a pretty, yeah. it's a pretty perfect little It kind of works. <laughs> it works really well in retrospect. Good job, yeah. guys. Good job. It's weird that... Uh... It's weird when, sorry, not that. It's weird when 
a show like accidentally gives itself an off ramp. Yeah. Um, because sometimes they get canceled and they're like, oh, well, here we are. Yeah, um, they can work, I guess. This show does the literal opposite in so many ways. But CW's yeah. story does dovetail well. What, but as you've already mentioned, and like you said, as I've mentioned all fucking, uh, all the entire time we covered this, like, the when they got renewed for two more seasons, I was like, what? <laughs> How? Not because it was bad. No. But because, but like. for all intents and purposes, mm-hmm. Mythic Quest is, like, done. Defunct. Like, it's hard, it's hard to call the show Mythic Quest at this point, and. We're not here to pitch Mythic Quest Season 3, which they have already basically filmed all of. Right. But, like, you know, in a TV space, you kind of have to move everyone to the new game. Do you know what I mean? Like, you have yeah. to, like, it, um, when you're watching yeah. a show set in a high school, and there's always that point where they have to graduate, and then the writers are like, shit. <laughs> shit what do they all yeah. go to the same college because we can't keep everyone separated that's a bad television yeah show. and if poppy and i am just end up going back and not doing the thing that was the driving force behind the end of the episode the, like the end of the season right that'd be a that big big bummer sucks yeah. yeah so like what do you fucking this is do? what they were building up to for this whole season Um, essentially is like this moment where you think I and Poppy are going to split up, but it's actually like I and Poppy are together more than ever before. And it's a, it's a, it's a good reversal that I think they do a decent enough job selling, um, to, to, uh, make us believe that this is the course they would take at this point. But yeah, it becomes very difficult. And I, I, you just gotta, I don't know, do some Mm. TV show chicanery, to, yeah, you gotta to figure it out. keep the show together. And you know what? Hey, y'all built this fucking boat for yourself. Yeah. You know? Instead of you built you you make wait, you made your bed now lying it. You built this boat. Now sailing it. Now sail it. Fucking Popeye. Yeah. <laughs> Get in there. Popeye Poppy. the sailor. Toot toot. Hey, Poppy the Sailor. Hi, I'm Poppy the Sailor. Eat your Poppy spinach. The sailor. Yeah, absolutely. Toot toot. Yeah. And it's it's gonna be good. Uh, and you know, hey, I I'm sure in a couple months we'll get a trailer that will give you vague hints as to to what is actually happening. I just, you know, it's mm. really tough for it for a comedy especially to keep characters sure. separated and make it all work, as we found with like the testers in season one, right? right? Where like they're in the same office, but keeping them separate from everyone else from the rest of the group was, was like, really we, a detriment yeah yeah can we so do like, something with them please can we get them in here so we don't have to keep like side roading yeah. story development to like exactly. rem- oh remember remember them and you're like yeah i guess i, I did i do kind of uh, forget about them when they're not on screen though for and like most of the episode thanks. yeah for most of the episode and it's like god help me we simply cannot have a whole separate plot line in season three where they're at college, <laughs> like right. st- fast forward, mm. you know, and I don't hate these characters, but like, we simply cannot make this same mistake again, folks. Um, and it, and it raises an interesting question. Also like Dana, Dana, you can't quit your job before you know whether or not you ha- are go actually going to college. <laughs> no, that is not. This works. pathological behavior, dog. This is like, you can't, 
you can't tell someone you're moving out until you have a new place to go. <laughs> right. You know, you got to start sowing them seeds um, well before you are um, actually ready to, to go. You need a plan. You need an exit strategy. Yeah. You got to have some shit lined up, right? Yeah. Did you see In the Heights? I did not. No. Okay. I almost started it once, but I didn't I have not watched it. <laughs> oh, you know, it's fun. It's good. Uh but I I have a similar lack of sympathy for a character in that movie whose whole like driving I want motivation is like I want to move out of my neighborhood and move downtown in an expensive apartment by myself for a fashion industry job that I don't have. And it's like <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry like we all got to commute from the outer boroughs for a while. Like, that's just part of living here. I'm sorry. Like, that is, you just got to suck that up for a while. I, <laughs> I don't feel bad for you. No, we all uh, do it because I live it. Like, I yeah. don't know what to tell you. Interesting anyway. motivations of characters that I guess on paper at first seemed fine, but in action yeah. later you go, wait. Like the second lead. You're like, man. Man, oh man, that's just, that's just, I understand having dreams. That is one thing, but she's the whole, she spends the whole thing is like, I need a loft downtown, $3,000 a month by myself. <laughs> I don't have a job that I need to be this close to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the fuck? You work <sighs> at the nail salon in Washington Heights, whatever. Sorry, I'll stop. It's all right. No, it's all right. Let's stop it's going right. on about In the Heights. For I what like it's In worth. the Heights, but you're like, yeah, you're like, uh, homie, Vanessa, I need work. you to get it together. Yeah, homie, that's not going to work. Vanessa, I um, need you to have realistic expectations. <laughs> okay, let's, let's take a moment and ground ourselves first. Yes, please. Let's yeah. uh, think realistically about your financial plan. Now, if you want to work and try and build a life for yourself where 10 years from now you can have your own loft in, in midtown Manhattan, you know, God help you. Please attempt to live that life, but you you cannot have it now. You cannot have it now. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's but fine. similarly, it's like don't quit your job if you haven't gotten the yes from college yet. Yeah, yeah. Please don't. Also, like, also, like, oh man, I've mentioned several times how this show like it works for me a lot of ways because like I I cover I cover this industry. It's kind of my thing. The idea of, like, having a job, a job job. Because she's no longer a tester, right? Like, she's moved out of that. Yes, though I am very unclear as to what she has been up what to her, uh, actual in the intervening time. Is. Because Mythic Quest did not have time to really explore what she's actually been up to uh, recently. Right. But, yeah, now she has this, like... Uh, incredibly ideal situation where like her job is paying her to go to college for the exclusive contract of working for us when you get out of college which I assume gets to still stand even though I and Poppy leave immediately after doing that right right but like my brain is like dog you're there you're working right. there get like, hands on job experience yeah learn from the the hundreds of people at this studio that do that and, thing. And like, I know asking coworkers is always like a, yeah. do I want to ask them to do more? But also like the world is on the internet. Learning is possible through the internet. Like Get, have them point yeah. you in a couple of directions and just like over time, teach yourself some shit because the reality is yeah. going and getting 
a college degree is cool, but what if you just did all that learning while you were making stuff at work? Right. And take night classes, dog. You tell me they don't have computer programming night classes, dog? Uh, They do. They wicked do. I don't know the geography of California well enough, but, like, choose a different college. Choose an online coding course. I guarantee yeah. you those exist. They all – I know for a fact they do. Yeah. Yeah, and, you exactly. Know, you, know, what's, it's, you can get a coding uh, certificate through the Google browser. Like, yep. 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 <laughs> Google will get There are, one. unfortunately, so many times in this show where the coders specifically are the ones whose motivation is like, um, What? And it doesn't really go away here. It continues. Yeah. You mean the you mean the testers? That's what I meant. I guess they were yes. I guess they're not currently testers, but we just don't we're, we also don't know that they're currently <laughs> We coders, don't so. know what they are. <laughs> like we don't yeah. it's very unclear. And uh uh Rachel she said she was going for a writing program, right? Is that what she said she was going to college for? Man Maybe I find it hard to pay attention to those two. I feel bad about it. Yeah. She was yeah, also it, going to college, and it was for, like, writing, right? Like, CW. But, diff- like, but, CW but wasn't it, like, a different college, for... just, like, no, in the, the same, same area? No, it's, it's the same, same college, and that's why she thought it was, like, weird. Oh, right. Right. Sorry. Right. The yeah. other thing that makes no fucking sense. The other that, thing. like, going to college with your girlfriend would upset them. It's so weird, dude. It's very... I'm it's sorry. Like, it's so fucking weird. It's like, such a... It's such a sitcom like, contrived, we need some conflict, whether or not the conflict makes any sense. Because, like, here's the alternative, right? The alternative is she stays at, at Mythic Quest, right, and a long-distance relationship, which, yeah. like... That's tough. Why would you do yeah. that if you didn't have to? Sure. Or she moves to the town with her and works in the town doing right. other shit, but sure. they live together or live close. So you're still spending time with the person. Right. And like going to the same school doesn't mean that you're like in each other's back pocket all day. Yeah. It Colleges just, are big places. It's I, so I, weird. I, I'm told they, Berkeley is large. It's so weird that you'd be like, yeah, I'm going to this. I got into the same school as you. And they'd be like. That's Ew, too much. Gross. What the fuck? You've worked in the same workplace. You're not in high school. For years, you know what dude. I mean? Like you've okay. worked in the same room with each other for years. Yeah. Why Y'all is are... that weird? Y'all's only plot lines are with each other. Like, don't you know? <laughs> don't you know that the writers always pair you up? It's gonna be cool. I don't know. It'll be fine. It's one yeah. of those, like, and it's resolved pretty quickly, to its credit. It, yes. We don't spend a lot of time on that particular bit of interchange, but it's like, it's one of those it, times where you're watching a plot, and you're like, just talk to them. Just talk to them about how you feel. It strikes me as, like, it's almost, I, I'm very good at giving writers too much credit, like, explaining away problems for them. But it almost yeah. strikes me as if, like, they will introduce problems that you'd see normally in the show with romantic entanglements and then mm-hmm. immediately dissuade them uh-huh. as a method of being like, see, we know that stuff's dumb, right? Yeah. But the problem is that like the effort of, I guess, making that joke, if that is in fact their intention, mm-hmm. the effort of making that joke spends enough time that they don't then have time afterwards to make something different. So instead it's just kind of a puppet of a thing mocking the thing it is a puppet of. Do you know what I will compare this to? You allow sure. me to galaxy brain this for a minute. Do Go you remember it. the film Man of Steel? 
<laughs> yes. Do you remember how much of that is like, this isn't your grandpa's Superman, right? <laughs> this isn't the Superman you know. You know what I mean? Do you remember oh, that? Oh, God. Yeah. But yeah, then sure. you're, but they never say what it is. They just say what it isn't. Sure. And it's like, you can't define something by what it isn't. It needs to have inherent properties unto itself, you know? Sure. Um, yes. So, like, Henry Cavill's Superman remains just, like, hopelessly undefined. And it's like, you can do not Christopher Reeve Superman. You can do not Siegel and Schuster, not all-star Superman Superman. I will yeah. I will grace you with that ability. You do have to tell me what you are doing, though. What you are, in fact, trying to do. Yeah. Right? What is? What are you attempting to do? You can do Injustice, the video game. They had a premise. Call it dumb. Yeah. But it was they, very dumb. They but had it, a thought. They had a, they had a track to run on. <laughs> they had a thought. They were like, we need superheroes to fight in a Mortal Kombat-style game. And that's what they came up with. And I'll say, not bad. You know, no. pretty, pretty good job. The comics are, like, weirdly excellent. Um, it's like bizarre how good the Injustice comics are. Amazing. Amazing. Um, yeah. So anyway, I don't know. Anyone check those out. But um, yeah, it's, 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 you can avoid, I love, you know, avoiding a tired classic trope, but then you just, you do have to do something else. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> you do, you, you got to tell me what it is. You got to tell um, me what, uh, you know, yeah. you're going to, why? Just right. Why? Why? Now, like, oh, man. Yeah. Or it's like when I was in my uh, yeah. cross-cultural masculinity class in college, and they we kept talking about how masculinity is defined uh, by what it isn't and not what it is. And that is why men are so confused and insecure all the time, because there's nothing that they're supposed to be. There's just things they're supposed to not be. Sure. Ain't that something? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that, yeah, that checks out. College. <laughs> college and oh maybe they should go to college maybe they should go to college get more knowledge rachel doesn't need these kind of tools in her utility belt because they've she's she already acts like she's i assume she has been to college but her character seems like grad student the character <laughs> this is this yep is, we have condensed we uh, we took a computer algorithm and fed it 10,000 grad students and it spit out rachel from tv's mythic quest yeah yeah yeah, we let an AI write a script about about a grad student, and it is Rachel. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, no, sorry, it's fine. It's fine. I'm sorry. Like I, I don't. They. I feel like they have to have some kind of plan. I just want to know what. Yeah, it seems uh, like you and I both accidentally remembered that Rachel does go to college to become a writer, right? Because we suggested that as something they could do with her, and we both forgot. That, that is, is in what, fact they what they set they up do. for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, because oops. it kind of like comes out of nowhere. It's one of those things where it's like she has a lot of revelatory decision making that takes place off screen. So she just comes in and is like, "I decided I want to be a writer," and you're like, "Okay, yeah, all, all right, all right." Then glad you had that for yourself. I I wish I could have seen. <laughs> wish I could have uh, seen that. Well, the other thing is that, like, with, you know, Poppy and Ian splitting off and doing their own thing, mm -hmm. and now also the testers splitting off and doing their own thing, I guess there's a road where you see, like, 
the Mythic Quest team. So here's the here's the thing. The game industry does have a habit of returning people through AAA and then them being like, and then leaving AAA mm-hmm. and starting smaller studios. Mm-hmm. So like if we get our just our crew of people that we've been watching who then leave Mythic yeah. Quest and then build their own small thing. Yeah, they become. And we pick up a year later as they're like, or maybe two years. Shit. The way indie games are, they, we pick up three to four years later when they're like <laughs> when, getting ready to finish their first thing. Anything that they have, yeah. When there's anything to show. Yeah, let's look uh, at Super Giants release schedule just like real quick, just like real fast. <laughs> See how fast those guys put out games. And they're all good. 2008. Oh my nine? God. It's 2007 or 8. 2013. Yep. Two thousand mm, and then two thousand. Are you are you looking at 20. it? Twenty. I am not looking at it. I could look oh. at it. Okay. I think yeah, there's, let's, a, let's, there's a, let's do the. There's clips. a twenty. The there's a twenty fifteen or, or sixteen in there because Pyre came out, and then twenty 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 with Hades. Okay. All right. Let's. But let's it's like see. four or five years between games. So okay, my final so, my final guesstimate is eight, tw- eight thirteen, seventeen twenty. You're very you're very close. Very. You got a couple right on the nugget. Uh, Hades, of course, 2020. Yeah. Pyre, 2017. You, yep. you got that right on the nugget. Transistor, 2014. Oh, okay. Bastion, we both thought was earlier. 2011. That's a 2011 game. Huh. You and I both thought that was like three years earlier than that. Yeah. wonder why that is. I don't know. That's a good... Oh, is the... yeah. Why did I think that? Is that because when it was the summer came of... out? Maybe no, though, because I think those were pretty close to each other. It was like the yeah, fir- it was the were... first big summer of arcade, right? Xbox Summer of Arcade. Yeah, and not maybe, now maybe I want to know when Braid came out. Yeah, Braid's gonna be close because Indie Game talked about Braid, and Indie Game talked about Fez. Okay, Fez Braid and... was 2008, so maybe we were both oh, kind of thinking of Braid. Yeah, we had to. <laughs> that is my theory about yeah. why we both thought it was 2008 is because of Braid. Because we were actually thinking of another great game. Yeah. Um, I'll be at one with a borderline problematic creator. Oh, really? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, and that guy's put out way fewer games than Supergiant ended up doing. Yeah, two, as far as I know. Right? The Visitor and, and um... Uh, and the Braid. Braid and the Witness. Oh, The Witness. I called it The Visitor. I meant The Witness. Eh. You know what I mean. Of, it's, I know what you Lines. Mean. <laughs> you draw yeah. lines. You can watch a three-hour speech in the game. Ain't that something, folks? Aren't video games great? It's not Mario anymore. I don't know what it is, but it's not Mario anymore. It's not Mario. Mario. It's not Mario. I was playing that Guardians of the Galaxy game before logging on with you. And I just like, I was just sitting there. I'm like, man, games can do a lot of stuff now. Games can just have a lot of like little observable character behaviors. They can react to things you're doing whether they're big choices in the game or you just like decide to go loot hunting and people are reacting to that and you have unique experiences based on that yeah games it's not mario anymore <laughs> nope nope it's no longer going right it's not mario i wish Sometimes every triple a game was as good as that guardians game is yeah that guardians game is weirdly good it's like, like really frighteningly good, good. Because you're like, okay, yeah, this will probably be fine. But you're like, wow, this is. Oh, like, but like, what's more is that like, really not not only is it not only did it have it stacked against itself with like 
the actual Guardians of the Galaxy is this uh, uh-huh. show and movie existing? Sorry, mm-hmm. and I say actual as if that was a <laughs> shitty thing. No, but I anyway, get you. with I the MCU mean. Guardians existing and their popularity, you're like, oh, they're immense popularity. Okay. I mean, the, the the first Guardians, especially like even within Marvel, is like really notable. Was like a yeah. big cultural big explosion. Moment. The people love moment. Groot. The people love Groot. You know, like yeah. it, the yeah. characters that meant nothing to anyone. And the game obviously owes a lot to the films specifically because there's so much about it that is not from the comics, is from the film, right? Like the the mixtape thing and all of that is it bears no resemblance to the comic books that this is nominally based on, right? And right. and so much of right. like the framing and the way they're shooting like space shots every time we like cut to the spaceship outside. I'm like, that is exactly how James Gunn would have framed this. Sure, sure. <laughs> that is exactly or James Gunn's VFX team. Um but still it's like this is so charming. This is so funny. Yeah. The way and they like, set it's up, made by the team that yeah. made the Deus X games. Which is like they're those aren't funny. Those aren't or action. Charming. No. Or third person, really. Right. Or any of the things that this game is. You don't have and a bunch of friends in you, Deus Ex that On top of you that, you don't have a bunch of friends that refuse to shut up. Right. Like, they the Guardians in this game lot. talk so much. Talk, sometimes it's, like, and a it's, little much. But it's also good. Like, I'm not listening to them it's, going, wow, that writing or that yeah, voice acting is bad. It, like, it's works. Charming. The it voice works. acting is really God. good. And it and it and it works. And I was like, the I'm not very far. I just landed on nowhere for the first time. I don't know how far that is in the game. I, I've not looked up how long to beat. But like, I was so impressed by the way they were setting up the Lady Hellbender stuff. Like, sure. By the time you reach her, you're like, maybe she does control the weather. Maybe she is a giantess that controls the weather with her moods like i don't know what to expect here because they did just such a good job uh making you curious about this character giving you feelings about it it's like really smartly done shit i was very very impressed also i like the the biggest thing that i have that uh that i beef with um the movies is like quill is a dummy dumb dumb dummy he is a dummy Um, dumb dummy to his credit he was kidnapped as like an eight-year-old boy no, and yeah, then, sure. And then he was, but also raised he was by raised pirates. by, but he was raised by like very renowned pirates. Yeah, which and is not going to give of, you an excellent set of social skills. No, I'm not saying social skills. Dumb. Like I feel like he's just kind of a dork. Oh yeah, no, the, you know, yeah, the it definitely has a, and the game has this as well, where sometimes you're like he, and the whole universe is a little too like. Earth is weird. Like, I, I'm trying to articulate... It's like w- the conception of space being, what if Earth was strange? But it's like, like, why do aliens have our cultural idioms? Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, it, it, they both share that. You're right. He is, he's a big... He's a dumb Yeah, dumb but what and I'm he, getting he at more is... He might just be is, dumb. Sure. <laughs> but I like that the game, at least, like, uh, is giving you this character that, like... I don't know. I just felt like that the game's Quill is, he's obviously very different, but like he's mm-hmm. more a fully realized person yeah. before he meets the rest of his team, uh, as opposed to the MCU's Quill, mm-hmm. who's just kind of a shallow dork. And then yeah. like, I don't know. 
maybe I'm talking out of my ass, but like, no, I, I get it's you. a very think, different path that they that they take him his character mm-hmm. on. And I think um, they have, I mean, they simply have more time is a big factor of it, right? It's like you can spend so much more time with Quill in this video game than you ever could across an entire series of of films. You know, they they really gotta like in a team film like that, everyone gets boiled down to their their base essence. Um, right. And I think Gun is better at uh, than most people at um, building like strong bits of characterization in what does have to be a very like run and gun sort of surface level approach to character. You know, like sure. in in the Guardians movies and in the Suicide Squad, um, and and on Peacemaker, I think he's good at giving you like here's the basic archetype. We're going to flesh it out just a little bit, and but we don't have time to do anything more than that. But it all it feels, like, detailed. It never feels like you're just, like, they just stuck a default person in there. You know, I, it, to me, it always feels very um, nicely emotionally observed, in my, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, sure. sure. And obviously what he did is iconic, because this game is fucking chomping at his bit so hard. <laughs> <laughs> While still yeah. being its own thing. When it can, right? Like, so much of that is, like, yeah, you... At this point, like, there are certain expectations for Drax the Destroyer... Yeah, that, 100%. ...that are not present in the comic books. But, like, Batista's performance and, and the jokes that they've written for him are so fucking iconic that it's like, no, that's what Drax is now. Yeah. Like, that's... that You can't Yeah, that. That's and just what the, it is now. The MCU's handling of Thanos meant that, like, Drax couldn't be the Drax of the comics, right? You right. I mean? He couldn't be a, a jazz musician from, like, Oklahoma <laughs> who gets, like, kidnapped and turned into an alien. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck um his his backstory is so convoluted i understand why they changed it <laughs> sure. i i get why they made some edits there <laughs> though i do miss again jazz musician uh playing his playing his saxophone that that's no that that's the original drax with the big purple cape he was a guy from earth Oh my god. He was a guy not, from Hold on. I'm not. gonna I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. His name was Arthur Douglas. <laughs> what? You didn't know? Oh no. man. I thought you mistook me saying Drax for Quill. No, I darling. You were describing someone no. else's fucking origin story. No. While driving through the desert with his wife and daughter, Arthur Douglas's car is attacked by a spaceship piloted by Thanos, who thinks the humans have seen him. His daughter, Heather, survives the crash and is adopted by Thanos' mentor, Thanos' father, Mentor, and raised on Titan. She later becomes Moondragon. Needing a champion to combat the threat to Thanos, Mentor and the Titan god Kronos capture Douglas' spirit and place it in a powerful new body. He's just... They just choose him. He's just, hey, we got this guy lying around. He is rechristened Drax the Destroyer, and his sole purpose is to kill Thanos. I thought he was like an alien who Thanos came and killed his people. Nope. But he was just driving through Era fucking Zona? Yeah, he was, just a, he was just a guy. He was just a man. That's comics Drax. Did they change his origin story? Yes. For the, have- for the, for the films, and the game basically uses the film backstory that, like, they the the James Gunn said he's an alien and Thanos killed his family, uh, whereas in the comics he's a he's again a jazz musician. He plays the saxophone and oh. his 
his Good family is blown Lord. up by Thanos or whatever. Oh but on God. Earth in a car. <laughs> in, like, oh, in a man. regular car. Oh man. And Moondragon, Moondragon's cool. This has been this has been nothing short of world <laughs> bending. I am beyond myself. What in the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, I believe they're from California. I was wrong about what state they were from. I mean, who cares at this point? Yeah, I, my I, whole I life is a so. lie. Why would you care? Why would yeah. I'm going to I'm going to find you a good image of Drax the Destroyer playing a saxophone. Thanks. I, I, I did want... find one picture and it's um yeah. it's glorious. It's personally disturbing. I love it to death, but I'm I've been fed a lie my whole life. I don't know what to believe. <laughs> I don't know what to believe anymore. Oh yeah, they brought it back recently because, like, uh, I think the writer was Jerry Duggan at the time. Was like, no, we're bringing back the fucking saxophone. <laughs> we're bringing uh, it back, which is and he is going. He yeah. is going to toot. He's going to toot that shit, toot. Incredible. Well, yeah, that's. Bro- I'm broken. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, brought even in a a subsequent, even more recent Guardians. I think they like split his personality. So now Arthur Douglas gets to be a jazz musician, and <laughs> and Drax gets to gets to be Drax. It's very okay. nice. Okay. The last uh, few runs of Guardians of the Galaxy have been really good. If anyone wants to um, read some dang comic books, I would recommend um, starting with Jerry Duggan in like twenty. 17 and then up through the Al Ewing shit which was incredible um that ended last year I would say uh rock and roll all night and yeah. part of every day and anyway I've sent you a beautiful image of Drax playing a saxophone the Draxophone I'm looking. yeah that's incredible it's just Tom yes. Selleck but I love it it was just like Tom Selleck yeah it's just redheaded Tom Selleck yeah there are other ones of Drax in Drax you know that's not body paint that's his skin but you know <laughs> playing the saxophone that's incredible yeah it's great that's comics are incredible. fun i love comic books love them love comics them so much they're great this beautiful uh, experiment that we've made we weren't meant well, to tell what? stories these long <laughs> no <laughs> yeah so yeah, unnatural start, to try you, and make all this work you start writing about characters for long enough and eventually you'll do some wild shit like make uh drax the destroyer a guy from well, California. again, that was his origin story. They didn't I know, make him that. He I was know. always that. I know. James betrayed the origin of the character. So fucking wild. I'm never gonna. One. I'm never gonna stop. <laughs> I can't. I'm so glad I got to tell you about the I saxophone. I swear to God, I thought you had misheard me and were talking about Quill again. So when mm-hmm. you said a saxophone player from like Oklahoma, I was like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, you continued, and I was like. Yeah, they also Wait. they also radically changed uh, Star Lord's whole deal, but you know I don't have to tell you about that if you don't. <laughs> if you don't, the, the no, movie version is much cleaner. So so Peter Quill is actually the son of the king of the planet Spartax. Um, oh wait, his, I knew that. This and his dad Jason, is named Jason of Spartax. Jason, right? but it's spelled yeah. J apostrophe S O N because comics are the dumbest thing in the entire world. There's a guy um, named There's a guy in the comics named Blackagar Boltagon. Yeah, and he rules. Actually, he's a pretty sick guy. Yeah, he, he does. But he like, can't talk. That name sucks. <laughs> that name. Black Bolt, good superhero name. Well, he's no. an alien or whatever. Oh, uh-huh, sure. Yeah. Okay. I don't With think that like, was his Earth name. No, of course it fucking wasn't. Okay. 
But still, yeah, it's Jason, Jason isn't his Earth name, and it's also dumb, Kevin. Dude, They're allowed to be. Yeah, he doesn't have an Earth name because he's yeah. from Spartax. He's yeah. from the planet Spartax, and he wanted Star-Lord to take over, but Star-Lord was not into it. He becomes a privateer. Huzzah. He also had, like, half a robot face for a long time. Gunn did a lot of cosmetic surgery on all of the Guardians of the Galaxy, to be quite honest with you. Sure. I think I think a lot of them are better off after having touched his hands. Yeah, they all seem to have, like, settled in people's hearts pretty quickly. Yeah. So, like, changes Especially be for, damned, it works. For, characters that nobody knew about before that movie right like right. nobody oh my god shit about oh my rocket god, raccoon dude. before that movie but now rocket raccoon is my best friend in the entire world yeah uh i watched a thing recently uh that like just kind of contextualized all of rocket raccoons like in like, who he is mm-hmm. over time over the movies and i was like oh my god his character's so fucking tragic yeah and also like the, really, really well performed. Like, and that's fucking Bradley mm-hmm. Cooper. Bradley Cooper, man, he fucking brings it. I don't think he gets. I don't think he, he gets doesn't get nearly enough fucking credit. I agree. Like, for for he's turning ah. in like a legit fucking performance. I mean, the reason Guardians Two will be my favorite Marvel movie forever is because like the emotional centerpiece of that movie is like a raccoon finding out that people will miss it when it dies. Sure. And like that's that's beautiful, man. That's why I yeah. cry at the end of that movie, like every, like every time, or we're having like Yondu's funeral with the Ravager colors, and oh my god, the whole like I know who you like, are, and he's like, you don't know anything about me. Oh, it's so good, boy. It's you're so... me. Also, Michael Rooker, I just want to hang out with him, King. like always. What a guy. What a I just want to get dude. a beer with him. It's fucking, uh, it's frustrating. Been around for a hundred years. Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Like man, what a oh, guy. So good. So good. What a dude. But yeah, dude, uh, Rocket rules so Rocket's much. Rocket's great. So good. The only thing that really changed about his adaptation is that he, uh, until Bradley Cooper, he was known for having a like Cockney British accent. It was changed to a like sort of Brooklyn accent. Yeah, changed very much. Interesting. Yeah, but he used to be like, oh, go blimey. Yeah, I'm fine without that, honestly. <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah, um, it's fine. It's fine. I have no strong feeling about it either way. <laughs> yeah. The I forgot what I was going to say. No. Uh, oh. Sorry. No, just to go back to talking about the first Guardians movie uh, being huge. Yeah. Fucking huge. Man. Um, huge. I, there's only a couple Marvel movies I've walked into the theater and been like, I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> uh, the first one was, I'm. it's weird. Uh, mm-hmm. And you can string me up for it if you want. Fucking Captain America. Like the I remember, I remember sitting down in the theater. I was so it was like we had a baseball game that night, and it uh-huh. ended at like eight, and then we went and showered, and then got to the theater <sighs> by nine, like the entire team, which was a miracle. Wow. Uh, maybe it was like yeah. a ten o'clock. It, it might have been a ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. Still, that's a ten o'clock. We right? all went, but like I remember getting to the theater with uh, my wife, my now wife, of course, my girlfriend then. My but, wife. And like getting out and meeting like meeting the baseball team and their friends, significant others, whatever, and being like, I don't know. Why are we doing this? The Why first watching this, like no trailers about this movie made me want to watch it. And then getting out of that movie and being like, this might be my favorite Marvel movie, given it was like the f- third or fourth. But still, I was like, oh, yeah. shit. This was that really was, fucking um, good. And uh, my controversial opinion to this day is that that is uh, still the best Captain America movie. That's, that is sure. still the best one. That is the one that I'm like, God, you just really fucking understood what you were doing here, man. 
You just yeah. really like nailed it's it. So and yeah, it's like old school, you know, quote unquote greatest generation bullshit. You know, like whatever. Yeah, it's sure. it's all like sure. hoorah troops and whatever. But it's just so well done. And you got Stanley Tucci and you got Tommy Lee Jones and you have none of that Winter Soldier shit that I hate. Sorry. And like it's just <laughs> I think it's real. And you have most importantly. Agent Peggy Carter. Margaret Carter. Yes. Margaret, who is still the best woman character that franchise has come up with. And uh, uh, she rules. And I love her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yelena's growing on me. Yelena's growing on me. She rules. I feel like Especially the, when she makes spicy macaroni. Yeah, we're waiting on her to be a character. Right now she's Florence Pugh doing an accent. And I'm like, you know, that's the, you can get by on that for a little while. Yeah. It works. You can buy I... Gamora would honestly probably be my pick for number one, but um, then Infinity War happened, and we haven't really been able to like see what that is going to lead to because that might have derailed again? the whole thing. Say that again. Uh, Sorry, my dad texted me randomly at ten thirty at night. Gross. Like, what do you uh, want? <laughs> what do you fuck Sorry, you what want, did you old say? Man? Um, I said Gamora would be my pick for uh, best female character in that franchise, but then she got fridged really hard. She got thrown down a hole um, so that two men She's could have now. feelings. Yeah, but it's not her. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's her, but it's not her. So her character development is gone. And I'm like, oh, man, I, you know, if it wasn't Jiminy Gunn, I would just be, like, fully out. But I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe you he can something pull this off. Yeah. Maybe he can pull this off. Yeah. I hope so. It was really we'll going. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Guardians Christmas special coming to Disney Plus near you later this year. Yeah, I'm um, kind of excited about that shit. Oh, yeah, of course. That's yeah, the only, that's that's the MCU you can get me out of bed for. You know what I mean? I'm like, hello. No. <laughs> and when they yes. made, it, made you fucking wait on this one. Jesus. Yeah. That movie came out in May 2017. You fucking stringing me along, guys. I understand a lot happened in the interim. Yeah, well, it's gone. Uh, people gone were fired. Since then. People um, were rehired. Yeah, <laughs> people were performatively fired. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, a lot has happened. Uh, anyway, that wraps up Mythic Quest Season 2. Uh, we are interested to see what Season 3 will bring. Next week... Uh, we'll be talking about Little Murders, uh, my movie pick. Chill. It's my turn. Uh, Daddy Host, get, you have six weeks to come up with what your pick is going to be, so get to thinking. Get to get get to scratching that old noggin of yours. Oh, we're going to do my movie, and then we're going to move into the books? No, no, no. You have six weeks to uh, that makes sense. choose what your movie is, because we're going to read a book. Oh, boy. And then, you, and then you get a movie. Oh, boy. Incidentally, have you seen Sunshine? Uh, the movie where they fly a nuke into the sun to kickstart it? I think that's the plot of that movie, yeah. Uh, no. I borrowed it you from somebody. Have... I borrowed it from somebody, started it twice, moved two states away, and never gave it back. Damn. Damn, that's hardcore. Oh, you know what? No, I did give it back. Oh, okay, good. I did I... eventually give it back, but it was not in the it was not in the return window. That was distressing uh... to me personally as a as a as a glimpses back at the physical media collection i just I know in my bones movie. that you would love sunshine i'm about to watch it again because it's written by yeah, alex garland oh um, uh, fuck me no it's not yeah really? it is dog it's written by alex garland uh, so like okay, so i know that it's basically um 
hold on. What's the, the movie core. with, with um, the core? Well, the core and the movie with Sam Neill and Lawrence Fishburne in space. <sighs> that's Dead Space. Event Horizon. Yeah, it's like the core and Event Horizon had a baby, right? Because like one ship yeah, disappears, okay, and then okay. it reappears, mm-hmm. and then yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. "What happened to them?" And like that yeah. fucking rules a lot. It's that's fucking Killian Murphy, which is a reason to watch okay, a movie. Okay, it, <clears throat> it is Killian Murphy. It is Chris Evans. It is what? Hiroyuki Sonata. It is Benedict what? Wong. It is Michelle what? Yeoh. It Hold is on. Cliff Curtis. It is Mark Strong. Might have run through the cast of Sunshine, but wow. But wow. The cast Dude, of Sunshine. Rose Byrne. What the fuck? Yeah, Rose Byrne. I forgot about Rose Byrne. Yeah, that's the cast of Sunshine. Okay, I just. Listen, you know, you're a man of diverse tastes like all of us, but I know in my bones. You would love Danny Boyle's Sunshine. And I like Danny Boyle. Yeah. It's his best movie. I like the Boyle boy. IMHO. It is his best film. Oh my God. But it's better than 28 Days Later? I, in my personal opinion, yes. Um, It is better than that. And anyway, I'm going to watch it again because it's written by Alex Garland and I'm going to run through his uh, little filmography there. Uh, Now that Men is coming out. (laughs) Men. Have you seen what Danny Boyle's next fucking project is? I have not. Is it distressing? Is it upsetting? Uh, it sounds incredible. Okay. Excuse me for a moment while I describe to you Methuselah. Okay. <laughs> An action-adventure story centered on a thousand-year-old man who's used his time on the planet to develop an unparalleled set of survival skills. Starring Michael B. fucking Jordan. Okay. And written by the dude who wrote, like, all of Danny Boyle's other shit. Wrote Slumdog Millionaire, 127 Hours, Salmon Fishing in the Yemen, Hunger Games Catching Fire, Everest. Wrote everything except for Sunshine. Yes. Sorry, I got distracted by fucking (laughs) Methuselah. Why is Sunshine not in Danny Boyle's, like, top four? Um, Mm, Still still an underseen gem, my friend. Still, that's the algorithm speaking. That is, that is... It is still an underseen gem, and I know you would love it. I'm not here to influence what you should pick, but I just maybe I need to. pick I got Sunshine movie night on Friday, point. Kev, and we don't have to do Halo and Moon Knight because Moon Knight did in fact rap. Yeah, and Moon Knight like, done. Now I might have to. Is this a movie? Is it? What is it rated? Uh, I have to, the PG that, on movies, that, the parental guidance on movies, uh, is for that, me to decide whether or not my grandma would like to watch it. That not might be an R. It's not. It's not like grisly or anything. I, it's that's certainly fine. profane. Oh, that's fine. Let's see. Let's see what they snuck through here. Yeah, I'm trying to find the par- parent parental guide. Parental Parents aid. guide. There it is. Suggested. Uh, moderate on violence and gore, fist fighting. Yeah, there's like a little Found altercation, bodies, but there's nothing sure. like gross. Yeah, you find. I don't want to spoil anything for you because like I need you to watch Danny Boyle Sunshine. But yeah, there's some there's some stuff that's like there's some oogie upsetting. Is what you're saying? But, but like not... you're. Grandma plays video games. It's nothing. My grandma likes my grandma likes scary shit too. Yeah, exactly. Like she plays so, Slenderman. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so like, this was that's not, weird. Man, I'm so happy that you get to watch fucking Sunshine for the first time. That rules. Yeah, that dude. Rules. I'm gonna watch You're it. Fr- good. I'm gonna watch it Friday. God bless. We're gonna Please watch uh, one episode of Halo, and then Great. we're gonna watch fucking oh, Sunshine. That's an that's a double feature. That's a double feature. <laughs> 
Yeah. Perfect. So, yeah. So, we will be talking about Little Murders, uh, 1971, directed by Alan Arkin, uh, starring Elliot Gould, Donald Sutherland, uh, Vincent Gardinia, uh, and Alan Arkin himself. A great movie that I love, and I will explain why I chose it uh, next week. You'll have to tune in uh, and listen to that one. And then we're going to start reading some dang books. The Dang Hitchhiker's Guide to the Dang Galaxy. We're going to explore the stars, like in Danny Boyle's Sunshine. Alan Arkin? Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, my man. Yeah, my what? good sir. What? From, from Amazing. I don't know uh, he directed anything. Yeah, two movies. Two? <laughs> uh, he directed two films. <laughs> what did he? What else did he direct? I can't remember off the top of my head. Fire Sale. Yeah, Fire Sale. There you go. Okay, dope. I had no idea he directed anything. That rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that rules. a couple flicks, a couple of TV episodes, it looks like. Interesting enough. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I will I will do my uh, do my best to watch. I won't be able to talk about it with y'all. But but I, I think it's worth a watch anyway. You know, under yeah. two hours. You know, what else you got going on? <laughs> Why not? What else am I doing? What else, what else you am doing? I doing? Um, I love it. I'm excited to talk about it. We'll have a special guest for that one as well. And, uh, yeah, then we're going to read some dang books. So any uh, plugs uh, before you and I both go to sleep? Uh, yeah. Um, is this coming out this Friday? Uh, next Friday? No, a couple Thursdays from now, actually. Okay, 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 okay. So, um... I know, you know, I do video game podcasts. Most recently, I've had uh, producer um, John Erskine, who mm-hmm. uh, works with Private Division, uh, a, a, a small publisher of indie and, like, double-A projects uh, that is, I like most of the things that they make happen, so good for them. Uh, John was great. We talked about baseball and video games and, like, pizza and sushi and f- food all across the United States. It fucking rules. Uh, outside of that, check out the MC Dudes. On YouTube, yeah. it's a podcast I do with my buddy Tech Supreme, um, where we talk about Marvel stuff. We just talked about Doctor Strange because we both got to go screen it. Oh, I uh, the other shout out is not even a thing that I did, but um, Gareth Damien, um, Gareth Damien, Ed, not Edwards. I forget his last name all the time. I forget their last name all the time. Anyway, the creator uh, on Twitter at Jump Over the Age uh, made Citizen Sleeper. That game fucking rules. Um, I have not stopped thinking about it since I beat it last night. Uh, it's on everything, like it's on Switch, it's on Xbox, it's on PlayStation, it's on PC. Most specifically, it's Damn. on Xbox and Mac and PC through Xbox Game Pass. Um, so like you yeah. can get that for free. I'm gonna pay for twenty dollars for this game. No oh, good. I'm gonna get a tattoo from this game. Like that's Ooh, how it deeply okay. impacted Damn. I've been over the Damn. last week playing this game. It fucking rules. Ty, how how long? Uh, ten, twelve. That's that's very surmountable. A, a boyfriend dungeon like yeah, yeah, <laughs> game, yeah, great. Yeah. It, it rules. Uh, yeah, don't um, great. Play it, please. It's so touching and so well written. It's on my it's on my list. Yeah. I have to stop uh, exploring the Guardians of the Galaxy, but after that, sure, sure. I gotta I gotta get into that game too. So now that I've beaten C- like- Citizen Sleeper, though, I've got Norco, which is also short, and then Guardians. Okay, I got. I there got some go. things I gotta play before I go to Florida because I can't play any of these things while I'm away. I guess I could bring my Xbox. Damn. No. No. Absolutely not. Don't bring your. I'm not gonna fucking do that. Xbox. You know, like, see how quickly I fucking yeah. recoiled. <laughs> what the fuck? Don't, don't do bring that. your fucking Xbox. Don't oh, do that. No, I bought. Uh, Kev, that is be... why the Nintendo Switch was invented. I wish that yes. I got the Steam Deck that I pre-ordered. Yeah, Steam that's not Deck gonna show up until fucking October, if ever. 
That's fine. Uh, Just enjoy like the sunshine. No, I was gonna tell you. Book. I was gonna tell you. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting our like shout outs no. for one more thing. I think I told you no, about Jay. James Tiptree Jr. Yes, I told you about this. Uh, name sounds familiar. Uh, author, sci-fi author from like the seventies. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. That was actually mm-hmm. the pen name of a woman, Alice Sheldon, writing sci-fi. Yes. Okay. Yes. The bells have been yes. rung. Yes. I bought Warm Worlds and Otherwise, and also Ten Thousand yes. Years from Home, um, which yes. are both little sci-fi anthologies. They are far smaller than I thought they would be. Uh, I'm gonna read those in Florida. While my wife is at Hell her yes. conference doing adult shit, I'm going to be reading little sci-fi <laughs> stories written that written by a woman great. who was forced to act like a man so people would read her off her uh, her art. So, you know. That sounds fucking great. Also, Alice Sheldon's life is fucking wild. Read yeah. about her. It's crazy. Anyway. Exciting. People, read those roll. books. Play that game. Listen to my podcast. Read those watch books. my podcast. Play my video game. podcast. All this stuff. Hell yeah. Rock and roll. Um, you, you know, same Baby. shit as usual. Listen listen to my other shit. <laughs> uh, give me money. Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. Uh, read my comic. It's coming back. Full force. Patty Plague Doc. P-A-T-T-Y. And you can buy uh, pages of that. I've sold a couple. Um, and you can have one, listener. Chill. In your home. Yeah. So that's available for you. Uh, beyond that, everyone go watch Danny Boyle's Sunshine. <laughs> uh, great motion picture. And by the and when this episode is coming out, um, Alex Garland's new movie, Men, will be in theaters. Um, and Top Gun Maverick will be one day away from being in theaters. Oh, I hope I get back in town in time to go screen that fucking movie. <laughs> go see those motion pictures, folks. That's my advice. I haven't seen either one of them. But I you're going to get a hearty... Please go see those movies, folks, from Gold TV's Kevin Lane again. And, uh, yeah, as I said, we'll be back next week to talk about a film. Uh, and then we're going to read some danked books. <laughs> but until then, and for the last time for a little while, yeah. I hope you enjoy your dinner party. When we come back later with some great EP action. This has been a Talk Back Podcast. That was quite a show. Very entertaining. Please tell your friends about this show. Boopy doopy doop boop sex. Larry, I'm on DuckTales. Dinner party.